0: Class, I need your help by yourself
1: oh, we need Welcome to children, Now Hear This Entertainment a podcast for fans of the guests who appear on this show as well as fans of music in general and a podcast for musicians, singers, songwriters, artists, entertainers who want to learn more to help them grow in what they're doing I'm your host Bruce Worzniak from Now Hear This Incorporated check out www.nowhearthis.biz Be sure to sign up for the email newsletter there, which is quick and easy. All that's required is an email address. We are coming to you from Crystal Blue Sound Studios near Tampa, Florida. Check them out on the web at www.cbpro, as in Crystal Blue Productions, cbpro.net. Be sure you are subscribing to this podcast and telling your friends to do so as well. We are thrilled to be on iTunes, Stitcher Radio, and SoundCloud. Lots of great guests on Now You Hear This Entertainment, or as I've taken to calling it, NHTE. Joining me today on the Now you Hear This Entertainment you guest line from better? Los Angeles, my guest is a voiceover car. artist, let's professional singer, out. jingle writer, right. and copywriter. She That's has done work for companies like Febreze and okay, PetSmart, true. along with various characters in video cats. games. She has over a decade of now acting now, experience and has been in professional you choruses. You've been hearing a sample of her work a Classify Yourself e-learning song about colors. It's my pleasure to welcome to the show, Lila Berzins.
0: Hi, thank you so much for having me.
1: Well, hello and welcome to Now Hear This Entertainment. It's good to get you on the show. Very good to be here. Well, uh, Lila, the vast majority of my guests have their own original music, and I always start out the show by asking them to take the listeners inside the song of theirs that played during the show intro, kind of a storyteller's type thing as a songwriter. In your case, this is something a little different, but just talk in some detail about what that was that we were just playing. Um,
0: oh, sure. Well, pretty much uh, I was. I had the... The um, fortune to work with a songwriter from the com, And uh, we did a series of e learning songs. And this one happened to be about colors. And they actually had a sample that they wanted me to use. And I just kind of zazzed it up a little bit. I just wanted to make it extra sassy. <laughs> <laughs> you
1: you, you lilaced it, right? Yes. If I can use that as a verb. So but mm-hmm. but but specifically, so did you just do the voice on it or were you involved at all in um, the this, writing of that?
0: Uh no, this one I, I I was not involved in the writing. I wish I was. Um it was so beautifully written. Um but uh we added a couple a couple things like the addition of saxophones and, and different fun beats to it and, and kind of just um gave it a nice feeling. Um yeah,
1: I'm I'm interested in what you just said, though. You said it was so beautifully written now because this is episode 60 and so many of these shows people have been just, you know, hearing songs that uh, the guests would hope will end up on the radio someday. This was not a typical listen for my for my listeners. So when you say that something about a an e-learning song about colors was beautifully written, do you mean it the <laughs> same way as any other songwriter would or or what do you mean by that statement? um the script the music what 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 was it
0: i think just the the simplicity and the the fun spirit of it because it's basically uh just it's just kind of a clever fun song you okay. know it's getting the getting the listener involved
1: yeah yeah and and, and my like, yeah i agree with you i just i just people would rather hear it come from you than me <laughs> It
0: was just an, an educational song for children that was, was being used for a school. And they had a, a scratch track with this uh, woman singing the song. It was very beautiful. Uh, and uh, they wanted, you know, that kind of a style to it. Um, but just a little bit more, um, not, not motherly, but uh, more, a little more enthusiastic, maybe, would mm-hmm. be the word. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, no, it was just a, a really fun project to work on.
1: Well, see, and and you know we're going to get into a lot of this. I, I have other questions written, but you're just sparking so many follow-ups here. You mentioned that they had a scratch track. So is that common in the voiceover industry? Because obviously, again, getting back to the traditional music scene, everyone knows about you know taking a scratch track into into a publisher or into a studio or wherever. Um, you know, if it's a song that you're hoping to get cut, it's you know never mind that my voice is on it, or maybe you're looking for a demo singer. So. <laughs> Uh, you're saying that there's sort of the same process that goes into the voiceover work, yes?
0: Yes, um, either in the advertising um, sector of it when you're you know, in the preliminary stages with the um, advertising company that's making the product, or uh, oftentimes if we're lucky enough, the, the voiceover artists get the audition and it has the scratch track, uh, just at least uh, not necessarily to emulate the voice, but the pacing and uh, the inflection uh, can more easily be conveyed if they just give you a, r- a rough idea with a, with a with a recording. Otherwise, you're just going. You know, sometimes it's good to just go off the cuff. But if, if you have the luxury of actually getting to hear how it's supposed to sound, then yeah, I say go for it.
1: Mm-hmm. Then then it then it makes your life a little bit easier.
0: Yeah, definitely.
1: Well, Lila, bear with me for a minute or three here, so I can talk to the listeners. Uh, I wanted to have Lila on as part of the challenge that I put upon myself to mix things up on the show once in a while. I don't want the show to get too cookie cutter or too predictable. And for those of you that have been with me for the long haul, well, obviously, thank you, of course, ever so much. But we're on episode 60 now. And along the way, I've tried to mix in some unique guests like Lila to change things up a bit. Uh, For example, way back on episode 10, June McHugh was the guest. She had a music publishing company on Music Row in Nashville for, I believe, six years, so she talked from that perspective. Uh, Another example, episode 17, Bruce Barker gave a lot of interesting and entertaining insight from his long career in radio. Um, Episode 12 with Mark Allen Barnett, he is a singer-songwriter. He's written approximately 3,000 songs, but he covered a wide range of information Uh, really about the business for up-and-coming performers. And and that, by the way, is probably the all-time most popular episode, uh, episode 12 with Mark Allen Barnett. And on episode 8, Dominic Pages talked a lot from a recording studio standpoint, but he also mentioned what he calls this new economy. And similarly, we've talked on a lot of episodes about how most musicians nowadays can't do and aren't doing just one thing. So Lila, you're a unique guest in that you are a professional singer, yet you're making your career in voiceover work. So my question is, why did you choose to go that route instead of just being another traditional mainstream singer?
0: Um, that's a good question. <laughs> um, wow. Wow. Take, thanks. Take it, take it from here, Tom. Okay. I've got it. I've got it, Jim. All right. Um, well, uh. I, I was a very kind of eccentric kid. I, and I had, didn't have a great memory for most things, uh, you know, directions, (laughs) simple things, common sense, (laughs) sensical sort of things. But I did have a really crazy audiovisual memory. I'd watch something on Nickelodeon once and I'd be able to recite it or I'd be in elementary school and I'd start singing the magic potty baby song in the cafeteria for my friends. Um, which is a really, (laughs) um, and, I, and then, when I was about, I think only like seven or eight, I, I saw Mrs. Doubtfire for the first time. Great movie! And I by remember, the way. and and oh, this Phenomenal is like one of my movie, <laughs> And I remember the opening scene, uh, you know, where Robin Williams uh, is singing as the parrot and the um, and later the cat and and <laughs> and just I, I remember I, I was I just looked at that and I said I don't know what that is. I want to do that one day. Wow! Wow! And, ac- and actually, ironically, um, a lot of times, uh, especially in, in feature films, uh, like for a great example is in Aladdin, the genie, um, the recording is done first. The animation is done separately. So you get to take the improv or a flub that happens when you think, you know, Oh, we're not even recording right now. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and and then that, that'll somehow go in there. Uh, uh, so that's, um, that's kind of the fun of it. Uh, but yeah, no, I, I just, I don't know. I didn't even know that I could, uh, you know, that there were classes or I could learn how to do it for real until maybe 2007. Um, and I started my voiceover career, uh, beginning of 2009. So, wow. It's been a little while, just a little <laughs> while, you know.
1: <laughs> now, uh, I hope I know not embarrass myself, but what was, you, you referred to Aladdin, uh, Robin Williams also, yes.
0: Yes. Uh he I think he played about between fifty-six, I think it was like fifty forgive me if I'm wrong, like between fifty-six and fifty-eight characters in that one role as the genie. Whoa. Um he's always been my my muse, my somebody I've I've aspired to be, even one tenth like, uh particularly in terms of mental acuity. Um and just uh how he inhabited his characters. Um Yeah. yeah. Uh Go ahead. Oh no, just I I recently uh watched uh revisited Mork and Mindy uh and uh <laughs> uh god it was <laughs> it really was just an excuse to uh have uh you know Robin perform a, a one man show almost the entire time. Um it was just incredible uh to watch um Yeah.
1: Yeah, well, he's a he's sure. you know a longtime favorite of mine, and and may his soul rest in peace. And 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 obviously, um, you know, I, I I should mention that when I was talking about all those episodes where I did challenge myself to bring in guests that were, you know, uh, bringing in a different perspective instead of just singer songwriter that has a new album coming out, singer songwriter that has a new album coming out, singer songwriter. Okay, Bruce, we get the pattern of the show. No, we don't. You don't get the pattern because I'm going to throw in some surprise guests. So episode twenty nine. Uh, with Carly Perez, um, which is also a, a, a long time, very uh, popular episode of the show. She's a former WWE diva, and she's now an actress. And at the time that I interviewed her, it was right when Robin Williams had just passed away. And so mm. even though it may not have necessarily fit the interview, I mean, you know, she left WWE and now she's an actress. And so I said, I got to ask you, you know, how, how did you take the news when you heard this? Because it... I mean, it reverberates throughout the acting community, but even to people like myself, that's in the music business. it's Just you know, I'm a human being. I'm an individual. I'm someone that likes to watch TV and watch movies. And mm-hmm. and boy, you know what? What a shame for uh, for his talent to to no longer um, be creating new material, so that the Lila Burzens of the world could continue to be inspired in new ways. <laughs> Yeah. Well, he he created
0: enough enough new material to inspire generations. So, no worries in that.
1: <laughs> Indeed.
0: That's the the one the one magic of TV land is that time is,
1: uh, is always uh, timeless. <laughs> yeah, as I used to um, hear said in church, even time itself holds its breath. Hmm. <laughs> I like that. So, well, let let me. You started to say uh, when you got into voiceover work. I was going to ask you, but more importantly. Um, how did you, you know, there it's one thing to say what inspired you to get into it, um, but, you know, I do like to, in the show, get into a lot of the mechanics uh, because we do have listeners that are trying to learn from my guests, so... You know the the other part of it is everybody nowadays thinks they can do voiceover work, and I'm I'm talking even your average Joe, not necessarily singers. And of course, there's so much more to it that these people who think they have a decent voice for it don't know about. So, as I said, you know, you were, you were mentioning when you got into it, but for anyone that's listening that thinks they can do it, and 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 it's really you know I'm preaching to the choir, I'm sure, because you you probably hear about these you know, these nine to fivers that say, well, I do actually have a good radio voice. If you ever need me to do anything, it's like, it's, <laughs> it's a whole, uh, it's a whole profession, fella. Yeah. So, uh, so, so once you, once you get inspired by Robin Williams and, and, uh, you're singing in the cafeteria and, and the time comes in your life where you say, I'm going to get into this. How did you actually get into it?
0: Um, well, uh, I, I got a referral from a friend who worked in radio and, uh, they had mentioned this, um, you know, edge studios in New York, which is where I did some preliminary training. Um, I recommend them just for basic, you know, like if you just want to learn the the preliminaries, um, because I, I think it's, 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 uh, it's good to have a, a diverse approach when you're, when you're starting in voiceover, you want to work with a a lot of one-on-one coaches. You want to But more importantly, learn how to how to run a small business, because the hardest part about uh, voiceover, aside from the fact that it's about 10 times more competitive than on camera acting, is that you're running a small business on your own. You're wearing all these different hats. You have to you have to juggle between auditions, uh, marketing, uh, follow ups, um, social media, try to improve your website uh, presence. You want to keep having stuff going to your website because you don't want it to be a brochure. Uh, So it's just, um, and then marketing wise, uh, you know, you're ideally, uh, at least 10 hours a week. Um, so it's, uh, you're juggling a lot of different things. (laughs) Um, but yeah, I started with Edge Studios, uh, and got my character demo done there. Um, and then from then, let me see. It's been a while. Hold on. I'm shaking. <laughs> um, so I trained with them and then I started, uh, you know, I used to be in Connecticut. I was schlepping into New York for the weekends, doing classes out there. Um, and so I got my animation demo done then. And then I started uh, just reaching out to people online and uh, initially, um, you know, Making connections. It was the, the number one thing was just trying to meet new people in the, in, in different groups and joining voiceoveruniverse.com, dot um, which helped me with um, you know connecting with the voiceover community, um, voiceover groups on LinkedIn. Um, Boy, and then, God,
1: God bless Al Gore for inventing that internet, huh? Look at yeah, the things that you've been able yeah. to do with it.
0: <laughs> but I, I, you know, I studied. I studied pretty much in every genre I wanted to learn from promos to narration to e-learning, commercial. Wow. The, the number one thing is I, I should really, if you want to get started, you need to at least you need to train uh, well enough to be demo ready. It's not about having a great voice so much as it is about being a great actor. There, uh, Bob Bergen, uh, who does the voice of Corky Pig, says, um, there's no such thing as good and bad voices, just good and bad actors. So it's really, you know, and the thing about voice acting also is that People think, oh, you know, it's oh, it's easy money, you know, just standing, talking, you know, no big deal. But really, um, in on camera acting, you can, you know, lift an eyebrow or nod a certain way. People know what you're talking about. In in voiceover, it's just your voice, so you have to be. It's very physical, especially video games. But it's very physical, and um, uh, you uh, there's a lot of tricks you kind of have to learn to keep it interesting.
1: Okay, but why did you say a few minutes ago that it's ten times more competitive than traditional acting?:
0: Okay, because uh, with the um, with modern technology comes certain uh, <laughs> prices, <laughs> essentially every there are a lot of pay- to play sites uh, like Voices.com, Voice One two three, which are all you know good sites, especially when you're when you're starting out or when you just want to supplement your income. Um, you know I'm still on Voices.com. But the problem with these sites is that everyone and their m- grandmother is on the site. Everybody with a USB mic says, I can do voiceovers. <laughs> but, the, but the problem is that, you know, uh, there's uh, the, the amount of competition is just so intense because there's not just the, the non-union crowd, but there's the union crowd. To give you an example, in, in non-union jobs, maybe you'll book maybe one in 20 auditions. In union jobs, you'll book maybe one in 50 auditions but really you're just casting a net, just casting a net and trying to get some fish to come out. And in the meantime, you have to be getting yourself known because if you're just auditioning and hoping, Oh, I'll just, you know, I'll just get hired because I sound great. You know, the problem with that is if you're not reaching out um, and marketing yourself and reaching out to new companies uh, and doing most of the the work, you know, an agent will help you get uh, audition opportunities and sometimes the ability to connect with someone in casting, but, but an agent is not going to inevitably get you work. You have to get sure, yourself sure, to work. And, sure. and, and that's the thing is because it's so it, it is more competitive because acting, you know, there's a niche for everybody in acting. You'll always find some work that you can get in acting. In voiceover, um, you know, you have to really be obsessed and really, really want it and put in a lot of time and uh, a lot of auditions um, if you want to succeed.
1: Well, you mentioned before about the training and you were recommending that people start out that way. You were talking about edge studio. I wonder though, because we were having a little fun before we actually pressed the record button here at the studio today. Um, is improv is is that something you studied? Is that a, a required component of the training to do voiceover work? And, and if so, why? But or or is that just kind of a, a you know Elila Berzin's gift that you were blessed with? And, and you mentioned you know the eccentric upbringing, et cetera. Is there just just talk about improv in in all the in this whole equation?
0: Oh god no i mean uh, it, in in an ideal situation if everybody who wants to get into voiceover um seriously should take improv classes um i want i would love to be taking more eventually <laughs> um you know i just I, I i i took improv classes in in different um in school and and also in in a summer arts camp and you know different vocational uh classes but uh Improv is amazing because it it gives you the ability to ad lib, but to plan your ad libs. Uh, so if you, the more you can do it, uh, the more you can kind of go with the situation and think about what's happening and 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 play around. You know, it's the yes and mentality.
1: So in other of, you know, words, that's where you're saying, look at the work that Robin Williams did in Aladdin, as opposed to an advertiser that hands you a script and says, "This is what needs to be said on our commercial." Yeah.
0: But, but no matter what the script, it's about who am I talking to? Where am I? You know, most of the time in, in the olden days, you were talking like this and you were in know sir. I'm going to tell you about the news, see? Yeah. You know, or, or you'd be like, meow, no, I'm going into something else now, see? So they are and later on, we're going to tell you about how Dr. Papa is so delicious. You know, uh, but now everything's conversational. And the thing is, the only way you can sound conversational uh, is if you're really picturing who you're talking to. Um, so, you know, depending on what the spot is you want to think okay what's the who's the who's the audience who's being targeted and then if there's there's certain specs uh in in the script like we want the read to sound like you know uh, uh, um, the attitude of these characters like maybe Rashida Jones Amy Poehler things like that then you want to think about okay not what what do these people sound like but what do these people have in common um so these are sort of some of the things you have to do in an audition
1: for for voiceovers theater of the mind yes yeah. Well, I liked that you also said in there about part of your job is driving new content to your website because it can't just be a brochure. Because certainly, as a promoter, a publicist, a manager, whatever you want to call me, uh, you know, I'm 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 all about that. So when a guest can say that instead of me, and this is not rehearsed, uh, listeners, hopefully you know by this time that the guests do not know the questions I'm going to ask them. So Lila had uh, just a feeling come over that she wanted to point that out about some of the work that she does and and i'm glad to hear you say that because you're right if you know if if you're a musician and you have your your artist website and you're never updating it you're never putting anything new on there well people are going to look at it and think well this person must not really ever be doing anything it's the same thing every time i every time i look at it uh so you know you mentioned that that you're from Connecticut. You said that you were living there and you were going back and forth to New York, but, uh, two years ago you moved out to Los Angeles. What, what triggered that move out West? Well,
0: um, I had gotten, I had received, um, an email, uh, from Disney animation. I had gotten a re- I had re- another referral, which was, again, if it, if you're in the business and you want to uh, uh, move ahead, uh, is it's knowing pe- is is just connecting with people that you already know and and having somebody say you gotta listen to this person, Jim is a great person you want to hear. <laughs> 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 I'm just kidding, but but that's sort of what happened. I got a referral. From my um uh my production manager Roy Yockelson, um, worked with um with a director on uh on All Dogs Go to Heaven, and he referred me to a person at uh at Disney a general audition. So I got uh, an email in March of 2013, uh, if I wanted to come in for a general audition and I, I it was a terrible timing. It was during my grandfather's funeral, um, mm. uh, but it was at the tail tail end. And, 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 uh, you know, I, I was just like, this is a, you know, huge opportunity. I need to take this. So I, I, I said, yeah, sure. Uh, and went out there. I was only out there for a week. Um, but I was like, okay, if I'm going to be out for there for this week, I'm going to make it count i'm gonna milk it for all it's worth sure, i'm gonna schedule sure. you know so i scheduled you know a whole bunch of uh, lunch meetings and different events like meeting with women in animation um you know uh different voiceover artists um and production people and uh, and and then also getting a, a general edition in nickelodeon um, so the, after the audition at Disney, uh, by the third day I had received a, an email that I was going to, going to start on trial, um, with, uh, with Atlas Talent. And I was like, yes, please. And, and so I was like, just, uh, they were like, what are your plans for moving out here? Um, and I said, I, I just need a, to get one foot in the door. And they said, well, we can, we can start you on trial. Um, you know, if you need an opportunity so just so, you know, for the first few months, um, you know. Basically, I would be receiving auditions, um, so I said, "Sure, just give me a month, and I'll be out here." So I, I packed up all my stuff. I had a very scary incident um, packing up, where, where a, a katana <laughs> fell on my uh, slid on my pinky as I was moving uh, something out uh, that was supposed to go in storage. And I was extremely lucky; I just like, needed a few stitches. Like could have could have lost the pinky. Um, and then I got, and then I uh, traveled to California.
1: Um, I would say that you were lucky if I knew what a katana was, but I'll just. Katana, it's a, a very,
0: very sharp sword. Uh, oh my! Yeah.
1: You did get lucky then. I can indeed. now say in an educated fashion.
0: <laughs> mm, yes, quite. Mm, yes, I like to talk talk when I'm serious in my serious fashion. Mm, quite indeed. Um, yeah. Uh, so I I from from the connections i made in that one week i was out here i was uh i was able to uh, i had a, a rare opportunity where I, at least i had a foot in the door and I, I um my parents were very supportive and and uh again it just it i was able to to get out here i started living in Sherman oaks and now i'm in Van Nuys um eventually i'm going to be leaving the valley cuz it's just too warm um but <laughs> uh but yeah, no, I I it's been a real roller coaster, but I I'm grateful that I moved out here. I like to visit Connecticut, but I you know, it's the the difference is I'm I'm near everything now and I'm able to finally pursue my dreams.
1: Well, feel free to consider this area as a potential relocation place because uh, as we speak it's 88 degrees and uh oh, ah, <laughs> goodness gracious. Mm. Indeed. I am Bruce Wozniak, and joining me today on the Now Hear This Entertainment guest line from, we'll call it the greater Los Angeles area, is voiceover artist, professional singer, jingle writer, and copywriter Lila Berzins. Check out her website at www.lilaburzins.com. As is the case when I have on a guest with a non-traditional name like this, I encourage you listeners to look at the title of this episode on your listening device so you can get the proper spelling of her name so as to be able to visit her website. I'd say it now, but you might be working out or driving or out for a run or on an airplane. Uh, Lila is on social media too, of course. On her website, there are icons for her Facebook and Twitter pages and even LinkedIn. Plus, she also has a YouTube channel called Lila Burson's Voiceovers. Be sure to also find the Subscribe Now link at the top of her website to get her email newsletter. Be sure that you're also checking out www.nowhearthis.biz, that's H-E-A-R, And sign up for the email newsletter there and subscribe to this podcast and tell others about it too. Subscribing is free and it makes it so easy to get the show every week. It will just download automatically when a new episode comes out. So you don't even have to go looking for it. If you are a new listener to the show, please do check out some of the prior episodes of Now Hear This Entertainment. As I mentioned, this is episode 60. So we've had a lot of great guests along the way so far. Go ahead and use the social media buttons on NowHearThis.biz to like the now Hear This page on Facebook and or become a Twitter follower. Okay, now it's time for Bruce's bonus. This is a segment here on now Hear This Entertainment where I take off my hat as podcast host and put on my hat as president of now Hear This Incorporated, giving a helpful tip for the listeners that are musicians, singers, songwriters, entertainers who are out there trying hard to make a go of it today's bonus is there's actually such a thing as being too outgoing you can and should work on getting rebooked at some place you're playing at for the first time but standing at the microphone saying multiple times how much you've enjoyed being there and that you hope they'll have you back starts to get to be a little much say it once have some people in the audience put in a good word for you at the powers that be and then let it go and that is today's bruce's bonus Lila, I was just mentioning in there that you have an email newsletter. Educate the listeners about that. What kind of content is there in an email newsletter from a voiceover artist?
0: Um, Well, pretty much I'm just trying to give resources of um, information for um, actors, voice actors primarily, um, where I reference different guests. Um, I just started this a little while ago. I have a few articles on my site right now. but uh you know the, the most recent titles are um, how to book more jobs by mastering energy and movement in voice acting uh voiceover branding the client's first impression and the latest one is voiceover scripts making it our own it's about you know script analysis and um uh yeah i just want it to be kind of a resource and and obviously my secret plan is also it, it drives traffic to my site <laughs>
1: And soon world domination follows. <laughs>
0: yes, world domination. We must get Moose and Squirrel. Anyway. Um, you are saying, Dolly? Um, yeah.
1: Subscribe now. I-
0: <clears throat> subscribe? No, uh, it's. I don't do these I- interviews very, very often, <laughs> or really, really ever. So I'm just, I'm just winging it. I'm Lila um, Versions.
1: Subscribe now. Back to you, Berens.
0: I'm Lila Bersens. Back to you, Lila. Quiet, Lila. Um, you no, know it's a resource for for voice voice actors and people who just want to learn more about uh, you know the business. And uh, I don't I'm I don't uh, you know profess myself to be any uh, expert. I'm just going based on my own experiences and uh, things that I've learned from others based on workshops or webinars. You know, just trying to to share with other people. And then the idea is you know all about mutually advantageous business relationships where we help each other, where we share information with one another, where we, you know, um, uh, you know, cross promote all those good networking buzzwords. Sure. (laughs) Sure. Um, but yeah, no, and, and also it forces me to organize my thoughts and learn more things about the business because I have to do homework and try to at least get, get one article out a month. Um, and this was one of my resolutions to try to do this. Um, a so, New Year's yeah. resolution?
1: A New Year's resolution?
0: It, me, perhaps, methinks. Yes, it mm. was.
1: Yes, I don't know, Bruce. Subscribe to my newsletter and find out if it was a New Year's resolution. <laughs>
0: <laughs> was it a New-, New Year's resolution, or was it a was it a revel? Oh my gosh! <laughs> and we'll now I
1: we'll, fi- we'll find out after the break. Uh, up so I've also been referring to you as a professional singer. Of, of course, I mentioned at the start of the show. That you've been in professional choruses, but fill my listeners in on your background. That re- that leads me to call you a professional singer.
0: Um. Well, really, what I do with my singing is uh, jingles and um, you know songs for clients. Anything from uh, you know a, a song as Kermit the Frog in a in a wedding to um, you know a. a something that I have to do at the, at the tagline of a commercial, um, you know, and then occasionally, occasionally I'll do, uh, you know, performances, uh, you know, live performances. Uh, honestly, I'm working on trying to get more, uh, just singing only gigs, um, professional singer more in the sense that I've been in professional singing groups since I was little, either acapella groups, uh, or choral groups. And um I am, you know, in the preliminary stages of working on my own um album. But um but singing is singing is is a, is a passion of mine that I'm I'm working on growing. Um I hope that answers the question. It does,
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. And and I imagine that somewhere in there you're also figuring out how to fit more hours into the day so that you could
0: yeah, I mean the the thing is, there's not a lot of uh, singing, you, you know. For for the at least when you're when you're working on voiceovers, it's harder to to also get something with singing, unless you you know happen to book an animation job in which you also sing, um, or or a toy, you know. So that sometimes that happens, you know.
1: Uh,
0: okay. I I did this a, a fur real friend singing a uh, you know uh, <laughs> singing the theme song, but
1: um, it's just you just never know. <laughs> Well, the listeners have also been hearing me say that you're a jingle writer and a copywriter. Explain the difference between those two roles.
0: Um, well, jingle writer uh, is someone who writes uh, jingles or comes up with the the tune or the or the um you know the music uh, i I usually just literally uh you know hit record and close my eyes and, and just try to come up with something and then i'll I'll go back and and, and figure out the rest. Um, you know, writing down and and whatnot, and copywriter is somebody who who writes copy. You know, copy being the uh, the script, the the advertisements. The you know, if you say, hold on, I got to get my copy, then that's your script. You know, I got to read my copy. Um, and yeah, that's what some voiceover fun fun words. Voiceover fun words brought to you in part by Snacky S'mores, brought to you by Smore Snaps. Mm, the delicious taste of snaps and s'mores. Uh, so.
1: <laughs> well but there you go i oh. mean there's there's the demonstration right there because it's come into bush gardens this week and show your student id and get 10 percent off all rides and attractions as well as free popcorn with a valid florida student id and then at the end the bush gardens jingle so everything i was just making up there about your student id and all that that's the copy and then whatever the little song is at the end is their jingle
0: <laughs> oh yeah The my favorite jingle is uh it's never fun to eat and run to rush any too Because you know it's gonna catch up with you at last. To <laughs> so grab yourself some Alka-Seltzer and you'll feel better fast. Oh, and Mentos, obviously, but
1: everybody loves Mentos. <laughs> and then you just uh, need to, to watch the Jim Gaffigan stand-up where he talks about oh, uh, <laughs> <God>. <laughs> hot pockets Wait, and. Continue. Yes, hot pockets, and then uh, we need a version for Mexico, caliente oh pockets.
0: Caliente you, you pockets. Have, you have a, mm, you have a gift, my friend. Ah, deliciosa.
1: <laughs> and he and he says, "You have a gift, my friend. It's not as good as your by menon, but it's close."
0: <laughs> buy menin. Oh, that's so funny. You know, Jim Gaffigan is in a in a cartoon called Pale Force. Uh, at least it was going on for a while with him and Conan O'Brien playing these pale superheroes.
1: well you know and and that uh and that probably stems from the 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 comedy this comedy special i was referring to was called beyond the pale uh p-a-l-e because of because of his uh (laughs) his white as a ghost skin color um (laughs) can you tell that i'm a jim gaffigan fan Um, oh yes (laughs) well you know but but talking about jingles and stuff you know there there's the old tale about uh, you know, that Barry Manilow, you know, actually wrote a lot of good jingles, you know, I mean, popular ones that people back in that time, Kentucky Fried Chicken, I think might have been one of them, State Farm Insurance, I know it was one, uh, I want to say Dr. Pepper, and that's a- along the way, you know, towards towards what ended up being the Barry Manilow that we all have come to know and love, he met Bette Midler along the way when, when she was just getting her start. So from the category of everyone has to start somewhere, you know, there's a guy that I, I am curious, Lila, would you consider yourself a songwriter or no?
0: Um, I, I would consider myself an aspiring songwriter. I'm working on my, like I said, on my very first album and it's, uh, you know, I'm the type of person that I'll come up with maybe the chorus or, or part of a song and then I'll really get into it and then i'll i'll come back later and it, it's like i think i need a collaborative team because i'm 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 of the uh the species of the adhd disorganized bunch where <laughs> so one of the the uh, you know in I, the side effect of being creative for me is that i i have trouble uh with uh getting to the next level of a project um unless i'm working with a you know a creative team um if it's a, if it's something that involves writing anyway mm-hmm. um,
1: and what style what genre of music are you endeavoring to write
0: um it's kind of a mixture between uh pop r and b soul i mean it, it's it, it's kind of hard to describe because some of the songs are very you know kind of zippy and 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 fun loving and fast, and other songs are just
1: kind of you know more mellow or 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 deep so it's uh, it's you're writing in the amalgamation genre <laughs> it's it is an amalgamation genre because
0: it's still like i still haven't figured I'm, I'm i haven't gotten that far figuring out exactly what uh what i'm going to uh target it as but it's it's one of those things it's it's um you know a something that i'm working on um and getting a team for <laughs>
1: Well, Mr. Publisher, my music has tremendous crossover appeal. Oh, tell me about it. Well, it crosses over from pop into R and B and then Soul <laughs> and then Gospel and then Country. All in three no. and a half minutes. Uh, <laughs> oh my god. No. Uh well, you know, back to the voiceover work. I'm curious, what would you say is the percentage of business that you go out and get by knocking on doors versus the percentage that comes to you?
0: Uh, I'd say about Ninety percent I have to find on my own. Ten wow. percent might come to me. I mean, um, it, it it can sometimes be eighty percent, but but really, um, you have to be consistently doing stuff to stay on people's radar. Otherwise, uh, you know, it, it the sad reality of, about the way technology is today is that our inboxes and our uh, are so flooded. So it's important to also have have mailers and other things like that but but just that the, everything is so um condensed uh in our inboxes right now that that it, we can fall by the wayside several times um and not even realize it i think this this the crazy statistic is it takes between eight and 12 attempts to uh connect with a new client before they 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 recognize um you know or 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 start to to contact
1: you wow well, that's uh that's helpful to know because, you know, there is that yeah. that line that you risk crossing between staying on someone's radar and become a becoming a pest. I'm I'm surprised yeah. though to hear that percentage because you know, you are on my show because I consider you to be someone that's having success in the entertainment business and it's it's easy to forget that you have only been out in LA for two years and you're so busy and you are doing so much that you know, I I, I kinda I don't want to say disagreed with you but I you know I raised an eyebrow when you said about your newsletter and that you know I I don't pretend to be an expert I'm just you know being a resource to people and quite frankly that's I paint you with the expert brush because of how busy you are and how much you are doing and that's why I knew that you would be a good guest and I think that everything you've said so far is is very interesting and very helpful so uh, you know, hats off to you because I, you know, I don't, I don't want you to sell yourself short. I'm, I'm very impressed, you know, by the credentials that you, that you bring to the guest chair on this episode. Well, thank you. You're I'm welcome. I'm just a
0: simple paper boy.
1: Um,
0: <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, I appreciate it. Uh, it's, it's good to be on the show. <laughs>
1: And with that, I am Bruce Warzniak, and joining me today on the Now Hear This Entertainment guest line from, I'll say, California this time, and really expand it, is voiceover artist, professional singer, jingle writer, and copywriter, Lila Berzins. Check out her website at www.lilaberzins.com. As I mentioned before, just uh, be sure to look at the title of this episode on your listening device so you can get the proper spelling of her name so that you can go and visit her website. If you're out for a run or driving or whatever the case is, make that mental note to yourself to go back and look at it so you can visit her website and then social media as well. I mentioned there are icons on her website to link over to her Facebook and her Twitter pages and even to Lila Burzin's on LinkedIn. Plus, she also has a YouTube channel called Lila Burzin's Voiceovers. And as we mentioned, be sure to find the subscribe now link at the top of her website, to get her email newsletter. Be sure that you're also checking out www.nowhearthis.biz. Pains me that on episode 60, I still have to say that it's spelled (laughs) H-E-A-R, and sign up for the email, email newsletter there. Subscribe to this podcast. Tell others about it too. Subscribing is free It makes it very easy to get the show every week. It downloads automatically when you're sleeping or doing other things. If you're a new listener to the show, please do check out some of the prior episodes of Now Hear This Entertainment. I've teased a handful of them during this one, but there's plenty of great guests that have been here on the show so far. Go ahead and use the social media buttons on nowhearthis.biz to like the Now Hear This page on Facebook and or become a Twitter follower. So, Lila, I have to ask, I'm curious... As to what a hardworking voiceover artist like you thinks of celebrities who get voiceover jobs be- just because they're famous movie and TV actors, does that bother you? Um, <laughs> uh, I don't want to cut my throat, Bruce. Next question.
0: <laughs> uh, no, I mean, I we ask uh, the
1: hard-hitting here. on now hear this the, entertainment. The
0: reason, the reason why they're getting hired is because they're well known. Uh, and the, the reason why they're well-known is because, and they, is because they have a big following. And the thing is, uh, a lot of times in the business, uh, you know, they're just in the movie business, they're, they need to bring in people and they need to bring in a big name. So uh, unless you're, uh, on the team of people that already know the people with the big name and you just happen to, you know, uh, you know, be in that group. Yeah. I mean, uh, it might be brought to a celebrity, but then. There might be a big audition, you know, in which a whole bunch of, uh, talent, uh, perform and, and, you know, they don't choose a celebrity, but yeah, no, it is, it is a controversial Okay, okay. okay. but I don't know. I don't know. Cause I, cause you know, uh, I guess the, that it, it, it depends on the, on the circumstances, you know,
1: uh. Well maybe in post production of this episode we should have Crystal Blue Sound Studios drop in the uh sound the the, the uh hard copy you know to, <laughs> to really put the the uh mystery the suspense around that question. <laughs> but you know I, I guess on a, I guess on a similar note a few weeks ago on episode 57 my guest was Ron Modell. He was a longtime trumpeter and music educator and his book includes a foreword from his friend Quincy Jones. And Ron also talked about playing with a lot of the greats, including even Phil Collins, among many others. And I asked him if he listens when he goes to a live performance, if he listens with a critical ear, when he goes say to a a jazz festival or an opera or the symphony. So, so what about you, Lila? I mean, in voiceover work, I would think you probably get to the point where you can't even keep the radio or TV on at times because you're probably highly critical of, of others you're hearing. You probably cringe. You're, you're, you're one of the people that actually are paying close attention (laughs) to the commercials.
0: (laughs) Um, well, actually the fun for me is that, um, a lot of the times I'm able to pick out who's voicing the commercial just by their voice. Oh, be, oh, oh. that's Jen. Like uh, nationwide is always Julia Roberts. Or, you know, there was one recently with Jennifer Aniston and I was like, that voice is, you know, um, it's like in the, in the list of useful talent. I just love listening to commercials because I get to hear different, different voices and pick out what, what uh, celebrity matches the voice.
1: Is so there really is cool. there ever a a teaching moment in there for you where you hear somebody and it's not a celebrity it's just another voiceover actor but you know you kind of go to school on what they did and go okay I I, I like what they did there
0: oh yeah I'm I'm always listening to commercials and I'm very sensitive to certain things like if somebody's speaking with a sibilant s I'll hear, if I hear that s oh that's so 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 horrible no uh you know certain things will just um. I'll be very sensitive to, or I'll be listening for things that normally I, I wouldn't be listening to like breaths and clicks and, uh, but more than anything, I'm just listening to like, is this so, is somebody that I, I believe and trust because voiceovers is very intimate, you know, it's very one-on-one. Um, and mm-hmm. I want to kind of like, if, if it's some, if it's a style that I really like or an attitude that this person is conveying, uh, I, I, I want to try to, you know, download that information from the commercial and, and store it. For future
1: reference, kind of or like a, a podcast. Reference. Kind of yeah. like a podcast. I like this Bruce guy. I'm going to send him all kinds of money for no reason. Uh, the address, <laughs> listeners. Well, you know, but in, in 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 broadcasting, when I was in college, and and certainly in radio, you know, they would always talk about, and I and I cringe when I hear people say www dot you know, I I I try I try to do the shorthand version, which is still a little bit more acceptable. www.nowhearthis.biz. When in fact, you're supposed to say www.nowhearthis.biz. So you're right. When you hear certain little things there that people are doing that you sort of cringe at, uh, you can only hope that you'll give the people props when you when you hear it and say, okay, I like what this person did with this. I, I I can actually take something away from that. Uh, at the end of February, on what was episode 55, the guest was Roy Yokelson, who is an Emmy Award-winning sound designer, recording engineer, and producer. You work a lot with Roy, uh, even though you're in L.A. and he's in New Jersey. Four years now, actually, that the two of you have been working together with Roy as your coach and mentor. What has that been like for you?
0: Oh, it's been really amazing. Uh, he he's just, he's like, he's been in the business, you know, over 30 years and he's, uh, you know, just a really attentive coach. And he, he kind of took me under his wing. Like I connected with him actually through, uh, I think so, a mutual Facebook connection. And then, uh, we just started talking and, and eventually I was like, you know, I really want to work with you on my next demo. Um, because I, I really like the style of the demos he produced. And, uh, we just started, ended up, uh, forming a a business relationship in which, uh, you know, uh, I will record and, um, and do the preliminary editing. And he, you know, if we are booked on a, on a project, he will do the final editing, mixing, mastering. Um, and, uh, we also work together just, you know, whenever we can, uh, him coaching on the phone, because when you have a, an audience, I mean, it's always amazing if you're able to work with a friend or somebody, uh, somebody else in the business who can be a mentor because, you have that, that additional ear, you have that non-objective, um, uh, you know, uh, second party that gets to, uh, be, be the audience for, for what you're trying to convey and it'll come across more genuinely. Uh, you know, I, I've had him read the lines, but yeah, he, he, uh, improved all of my demos, uh, from where they were at, um, you know, and, and demos, uh, Demos are, are the, one of the most important marketing tools. Is you, you really want to have something that uh, that you're proud of and shows a good range, and and you don't want to make a demo unless you're demo ready. Like where basically you feel you can whatever's on the demo you can you can um, express you can do it at, at the drop of a hat.
1: Well, ironically, I, I promise you, listeners, uh, Lila did not see the questions, but that is a perfect segue because we're going to close today with another sample of your work. I can say that it's a gaming demo, but uh, please just give the listeners more insight as to what this is all about.
0: Oh, sure. Um, this is a, a video game demo. I just wanted to to say to, to the lovely uh listeners, uh if anyone is looking for training or, or you know, or or help, uh guidance in the voiceover industry, I highly recommend Roy. His website is antlandproductions.com. This um also, a www in there, but <laughs> I don't say the www. I, I like to be fancy and skip that all and just, um, but it's just just as it sounds like antlandproductions.com. Um, and he works from Skype. He's a coach. He, you know, produces demos, directs. Well, um, yeah, my, uh, and now back to my, it's a video game demo and it's a series of different voices I've done. I, I've been in some video games like Heroes of New Newworth, um, Firefall. Um, Neverwinter and then just some like iPad games are on there Um, so yeah it's just kind of a collection of different characters
1: Awesome well this this will be different this will be a a fun way to end the show Anyhow Lila thanks ever so much for making the time today (laughs) really had a lot of fun talking to you
0: Thank you very much for having me
1: My pleasure I will close as always by formally thanking my guest. Today we heard from voiceover artist, professional singer, jingle writer, and copywriter Lila Berzins. Again, do check out her website at www.lilaberzins.com. There's some pretty cool stuff on there. And then help her out. Like her Facebook page, follow her on Twitter, subscribe to her email newsletter, check out some of the videos on her YouTube channel. And don't forget to visit www.nowhearthis.biz and sign up for the email newsletter there by simply putting in your email address. That's it, just one field to complete. And of course, please do subscribe to this podcast and tell your friends about it. Hey, give us a nice review on iTunes or Stitcher Radio too, and hopefully it'll be accompanied by a five-star rating. That would really help a lot. Thank you in advance. If you're listening on SoundCloud, remember that you can like and share episodes there, and you can also follow on SoundCloud, which is just like subscribing. Let's get your feedback on the show too. Post your comments or questions on the Now Hear This Facebook page. There are links to it and Twitter. And even the Now Hear This official YouTube channel on uh, NowHearThis.biz or send us an email. The email address is on the contact page of NowHearThis.biz. We have been recording the show at the great facilities at Crystal Blue Sound Studios near Tampa, Florida. Check them out online at www.cbpro. Dot net that's c b as in crystal blue thanks for listening we'll send you out today with another track from lila Bursons as she just talked about we'll now get to hear her in a gaming Hello there.
0: demo how can i help you i'm sure i have something for you these are grim times for Neverwinter. i'm here to kick bottom and drink tea and i am all out of tea if you ask me, you'd need an 18-wheeler to haul a bomb that size. And One-Eyed Jack is the only man round here who knows how to handle a rig that big. Hey, got a minute? I've got odors to fill, and my servers disappeared on me. The tavern's packed today, and I don't have time to be running around bringing people drinks. If you can deliver these beers for me, I'll make it worth your while. I am Kaya, the Narumatra of my people daughter of Tuscan. Holy Toledo! I ain't seen that much red-hot, fiery death. Since that all-you-can-eat chimichanga dinner, we had to raise money for the Junior High luge team. <sighs> I've salvaged what I can, but I'm going to need new samples of Black Lake Sludge for my work. What can I brew for you? I think there's a real future in Sludge. And they said this was going to be an easy mission. Trolls and Red Caps. I'd rather be facing the wild hunt. Still no sign of Garthir. The trolls couldn't have caught him, though. To me, ye dribble squiggers Take that, ye build rats! Shiver, me timbers! Hoist the jolly roger! Your maple laser is useless against my sword! I am Councilwoman Alasara Callum, formerly of the Purple Dragons of Cormyr. We've been organizing organizing the resistance, but but now we need adventurers of your skill to finish the fight. I remember when Black Lake was a nice place to live. Woo! This is fun!